0: Welcome to a new episode of the Film at Lincoln Center podcast. This week, we're featuring a conversation about Wong Kar Wai's Ashes of Time Redux from the 46th New York Film Festival back in 2008. The talk features director Wong Kar Wai, cinematographer Christopher Doyle, actress Bridget Lin, and was moderated by film critic Jim Hoberman and translated by Norman Wang. Ashes of Time Redux is now playing in our virtual cinema, Along with 11 other films and restorations, as part of *World of Wong Kar Wai*, a career-spanning retrospective of the Hong Kong auteur. Now, let's continue to the talk.
1: Uh, hi, I'm Jim Hoberman, a member of the selection committee for the New York Film Festival. And um, it was a great movie, and we have a, a dais uh, filled with uh, uh, greatness here at the at the end. Uh, Bridget Lin, one of the great stars of Chinese cinema, and we're very grateful that she's here. And on her right, uh, Wong Kar-Wai, one of the, uh, uh, the greatest filmmakers now working. Thank you. And next to me, Chris Stoyle, one of the world's great cinematographers. And all the way at the end uh, Norman Wang an excellent uh, translator and a great guy so I know that uh, you must have many questions and um, I will just ask one to uh, each uh, people on the panel and then we'll then we'll then we'll open it up um, I want to ask uh, uh, Bridget Lynn a question about the making of the movie uh, we gather that uh, uh, ashes of time was in production for a number of years and uh, uh, I was wondering if there's anything about that extended period uh, in working on the film that that uh, uh, she would uh, care to share with us any memory of that
2: and uh, uh, 我那个时候我刚拍完《东方不败》不过那个看到这个电影是觉得也很大的surprise也很喜欢。
0: this was the 100th film that Bridget did. At that time, she was um, at the peak of her career. She had done um, Swordsman 2, that everybody remembers. She played a man who became a woman. And uh, she was uh, v- very famous at that period of do- doing this um, male-female reversal roles. And uh, Gaway captured something very special with her. It was not an easy shoot, but seeing it again, she's very
1: pleased with the result. Uh, thanks. Um Y. Wai. It, it seems to me although I, I know that memory plays tricks and that's one of the uh, the subjects of this movie that there is uh, some a, di- a good deal of, of different material in 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 the new version and I was wondering if that was in fact true and uh, if so what that material was and where it came from so basically the film it's it's a
3: uh, uh, um there's a lot of uh, uh, different elements because uh, a lot of people's uh, um, because we have three screenings so far in different countries, and audience who have seen the originals keep asking me about questions like, "Wow, well, you have make this part longer and you make that part shorter," and and I I just don't want to to say uh, anything about like what are the changes because I don't want to to focus on like. Um, just like a DVD bonus how many uh, unseen footage I think the, the whole thing it's the film I just want to to uh, because it's it's impossible to to, to do hundred percent restorations uh, 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 because the film the original material is uh, in, in very bad shapes and, and unfortunately we, we have lost some of them. So we have to structure the film in different way. We put in extra material, different sounds. And it is a, when you look at the, the end credit of this film, it's a very long end credit and show us this, this process. It's almost like an odysseys because it, we spent five years. Uh, the first few years, we have to retrieve material from different part, from different parts of the world. And, and I still remember two years ago, I was here in New York, and, and I, I, I managed to get some stills. Of the film from uh, the Mocha in Chinatown, and we we went to San Francisco because a friend of mine told me that there's a warehouse outside of San Francisco, where uh, which belongs to a uh, uh, Chinatown cinema owners, and and because the the cinemas is gone already, so and he don't know how to deal with all this material, so he put all this copy of uh, the Hong Kong films in that warehouse. By the time we we look at the at the warehouse. There's pictures. It's there's almost like uh, Raiders of Lombok. It's a huge warehouse with hundreds of copies piling up there. And basically, it is the history of Hong Kong cinema because you can see films from different part, uh, different period, from like uh, uh, early Shorts Brothers until like uh, the nineties. And 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 we have to do like uh, um, when we finally get all the material back, we know like. Um, the film, there's a certain part of it was missing, so we we have to to uh, uh, restructure the film, and we have to do the uh, digitally re- remaster the, the image in the Europe, and in in Bangkok, and work with the Australian team for the sound, and also work
1: with the uh, 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 Beijing uh, musicians for the music film. Okay, uh, Chris, a question for you: um, Were you? Involved in the in 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 the, in the restoration of, of the film, and um, in in any case, how do you feel about it? Uh, the 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 heightened color in in particular. Um, I was involved in the restoration of myself
4: at the time, <laughs> um, so ashes of times retux is what we're going to do tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs>
2: um,
4: hopefully, somebody made it look better than I did. Um, I don't know, I a good time. <laughs> Hopefully, there'll be. What, what's after a retox? Uh, uh, refurbishment? I don't know. I think um, for me, uh, the collaboration was evident in the time we spent pursuing it. Uh, for Bridget and myself, for any of the actors and the camera team, the hardest part of the film was keeping sound out of your eyes. Um, I think, obviously, since you're all still here, there must be something that works. And uh, I hope that's kind of um, <clears throat> what this this issue or this event or this um, uh, evolution of the film means, that uh, access. To me, that's what it's all about, um, that obviously people from different places now have access that they wouldn't have had to the film in a limited release that they had before. So I think it's a reassessment, um, and I do that reassessment just by watching it myself, and I think that brings back you know, what the main uh, interest of this this adventure is, and what the um, the content and the emotional and um, conceptual ideas behind the whole
1: um, film itself are. Anyway, okay, we can take some questions now. Please, uh, uh, no speeches, and I'll so I can remember uh, what your question is and repeat it before it's answered. And we'll only say yes or no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the, the question was uh, uh, was actually a request. For the filmmaker to comment on the relationship between time and karma, I think most of the time, it's I
3: think uh, Jim also is responsible for that because, uh, um, well, we uh, most of the time people address like, oh, well, your film is about time, but uh, it's, it's a very vague uh, expression. I think for Ashes of Time, it's more about because the structure of Ashes of Time is based on the Chinese almanac. It's it's. It's about repetitions, it's, about, it's not about like the passage of time, it, it's really about like a, a cycle. There's always spring next year. In a way, it is a very Chinese thinking, because in, in Chinese poems there's a lot of like blossom and, and the, the blossom is the same, but the faces is different, you know. So uh, I just want to show the, the changes through the unchanged. You see like uh, the characters, the changes they went through, and, and the seasons remain the same.
1: The question uh, uh, had to, had to do with the presentation of the of, of the sword play, and and the thinking behind that. I um,
3: Chris and I has a different perspective about like shooting action scenes, and and my approach basically I think a- action scene itself is a, is a extensions of emotions. What I'm trying to convey in this film, um, I give my my like uh, idea and uh, to uh, Sam Hong, the action directors, and also to Chris, is um, for one character, the blind swordsman, I just want to show um, his swords become more and more heavy. The weight and the heaviness, he's tired. So we shot a lot with uh, high speed, slow motions. And and for the other characters, Hong Chi's we just fresh from the countryside. We just want to shoot. I just want to show the speed. And so we shot with Step printing. And for the rest, it is basically Chris and Samuel Hong. And for Chris, he said, Action is a
1: bitch. <laughs> the, the question was uh, what expectations are there for this movie, which Wang uh, Kawei once referred to? Uh, as uh, his most unfortunate uh, child is that the correct?
3: I think so in a way and in it's also uh, the reason we, we we start this Odyssey is we start uh, to work on this uh, uh, redux based uh, the main reason is it's just time for us is a very important film because this is the first film that we produce ourselves and 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 um, at that point, because after my second film, it's very hard for us to 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 actually to have producer to 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 uh, uh, produce our film because if we want to do something that we really believe, I think it's time for us to take our own responsibilities. And 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 uh, as just for time, is a very complicated uh, productions because uh, we shot the film because we want to make a difference with. Uh, like uh, uh, the previous like adaptations of the no, uh, the novel, Evil Shooting Hero, uh, which most of them shot in the studio, so we decided to shot in, in China, and we spent six months in the desert in nineteen ninety two. Shooting in China is like an adventure; it's not as common as today. So after six months, we we know it, like we uh, we 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 manage. We know we can we can uh, uh, be responsible, and we can. Produce our film, and we, if we can manage these situations, we can do everything. Mm-hmm. And so, that means without this film, that's why I said, without this film, we don't, there won't be like Chungking Express, and there won't be like in the Mood for Love or, or my later film because it is where we came from.
1: Okay, the, the questioner points out that the movie. Was Walk uh, ways first after Tiananmen Square. I, I'm not sure that it was, but no. But um, but does it, you know, in any way reflect uh, what was going on in in China uh, at that time? No. Basically, it's this is not my first film
3: after Tiananmen Square it's, uh, it's, uh, events, and and actually it's happened in '98,
1: Tiananmen Square.
3: So it's it's
1: basically '89. '89.
3: it's Yeah. So. And and this this film has nothing to do with uh, with that event.
1: Okay, two uh, very different questions. Uh, the first has to do uh, with uh, whether or not the movie is a critique, possibly of uh, um, superstition, specifically Chinese superstition. Um, the second question had to do with. Uh, um, the director working with the actors on a project that was so uh, uh... complicated and and i guess took up so much uh... time
3: i think uh... first of all i would let uh... Um, because it is a uh, the six months that we spent together in the desert is a very memorable experience and each of us has a different piece of it so i i i, I think it will be interesting to have like uh... uh, uh Chris and Bridget, to talk about their experience first. And I, I, I come back to your answer questions later. All right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as I remember, it took three and a half days to get from Hong Kong to where we were shooting most of the film. At that time, China, CAAC means China Airlines Always Crashes. Um, so it was, uh, it was a commitment uh, in all, you know, you were taking your life in your hands. Um, we were in very um, inhospitable terrain. Um, but now it's a scenic attraction because of this film, which is quite interesting. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that um, perhaps this relates a little bit to your, your analysis or many people's interest in um, the structure of any Wong Kar-wai film and its relationship to uh, to Chinese whatever literature, um, belief, superstition, culture, um, it's a mandala. It's a, You find the film, you don't make the film. Uh, I think that's the great pleasure, and I've, as you may know, I have done films with other filmmakers in other cultures, and uh, I think this process, as you probably also realize since we've made so many films together, this is the one most pure and most dearest to what I believe is the real aspect, the real the real responsibility of a film, and the filmmaking process, and, and the the pursuit of ideas to, to, to their essence. I think that's the big difference. And that's why the process is sometimes very lengthy. And that's why the interaction and the give and take uh, is the thing that forms the film. And that's why the climate in some of the films I've made is one of the major characters, in this film especially also. Even if you go back to the way in which we approach martial arts, like, like um, <clears throat> I'm supposed to observe you know, martial arts is a bitch. But I hope when you see it, you say "son of a bitch."
3: You
4: know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that's the same thing that we ha- that happened. For example, in the martial arts, I have no idea. You know, when somebody throws the sword at me, I just jump. You know, <laughs> I just don't know what's happening. And um, I think that the my ignorance of, of the form, and and our some uh, of our, our martial arts directors, incredible intense. You know, he's he's devoted a whole life to it, as has Jackie and Jet Li and all these other friends. Um, I think that their their intent has you know we had to refine it we had to find uh, how it applied in in the context of what we we were we were receiving from it, what we were what we were gaining from their intent what what uh, how we could hopefully um, find its essence in the way in which we interacted. So I felt often you know um, our our my role in the martial arts aspect of it was to take what the martial artists were doing and try to find. What I most responded to, and to try to give that a form that would actually articulate it hopefully um, cinematically
2: 戏大部分我的戏几乎都是在大陆拍摄的林记得那个时候是非常非常辛苦可是我现在都已经觉得那些辛苦都是很好的回忆。
0: uh, all the scenes uh, of Bridget were shot in Yuling, which is a remote part of China, and it was very difficult to get to. And it was a, not an easy shoot, it was quite difficult. But now looking back, it's all very, very good memories of
2: hers. I have a scene the. 现在我看了那个影片我就很高兴<笑> 是真正的是要, 要, 要, 要這個, 所以我就, 就, 呃, 近, 那麼拍完了之後,
0: she Remember very vividly there's one scene by the lake that uh, she um uh <laughs> Worked with the sword and there was a big explosion and it was very uh for her character there was not much action until that point so she was rather scared because of the explosion might um, it might have um whether it might have bad impact but it, it now looking back she's very happy with that the scene was done
2: 抱的一顆大碩,大叫的那個那個表現是表現出極度痛苦的那個那個鏡頭.
0: Another scene that she remembers very vividly and very fondly is when she um hose the tree and start crying, it expresses deep sorrow.
2: 呃這個戲拍的時候導演之前呢,之前我因為拍了一部戲非常非常賣座,然後 然后去试镜的时候
0: when she was, uh, before she came to shoot this film, she had a very big hit with Swordsman 2, and she was very confident, and then um, when she came in working with Gawai, he kind of like, um, got her uh, loss of confidence, and then came up with a totally new direction of Bridget Lin.
2: The 可以把那个人家的信心打破然后可以再重建重结的信星 <laughs> <重建人的信心。laughs>
0: well gawa is a very talented guy, but he also has one specialty that if you come in very confident he he can um, make your confidence disappear but rework it and then you come back with more confidence
2: again还有一个一个小趣味就是我们在山洞里其实是很很很那个环境非常不好很很有很多虫。<laughs> 然後有一個,有一個那個那個張紅人呢就被那個削子遮到那個脖子後面,然後有很劇毒,我們這個很很害怕,
0: Another anecdote was, we shot the most of my scenes and some, uh, uh, it's involving Leslie. We, it was shot in a cave. And inside the cave, there were many insects, including scorpion. And Leslie got bitten by a scorpion at the back of his neck. But luckily, everything
2: was okay. 然后每一个人 I'm, I When
0: I first saw the film 14 years ago, I didn't quite understand it. But seeing it again, I really, really enjoyed it. With the score, new score with Yo-Yo Ma doing the cello, with the new uh, with the coloring and everything, I'm very happy that I had taken part in this film before I uh, stopped work working 14 years ago. So I'm very pleased to be
1: part of it. Thank you. I'm afraid that we're just about out of time, but there was one question on the table. Yeah, yeah. So um, first
3: of all, I just want to explain to you about, um, I want to say something about the original novel, The Eagle Shooting Hero. And it is, actually, it is an epic, and it is the second bestseller in Chinese literatures, only next to Chairman Mao's book. So uh, the 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 novel has like uh, uh, almost hundreds of characters in it and it is a very complicated uh, uh, story. And that's why I when I work on these uh, adaptations because this this novel is so popular that it has so many different versions of, of adaptations before us. So we just want to make a difference. So I, I, instead of uh, uh, following the book, I just create the early days of the two characters. And because it is so complicated, I have to figure out a structure. And and uh, uh, at the end, I, I decide to go for um, the Chinese almanac because I think this is what related the form actually works well with what I want to express in this film. And when you look at this Chinese amlek because it tells you about the seasons. And and it is about the Chinese wisdom because when you look at all this almanacs, it's not only about the temperature to the, or, or just the weather. It also tells you about how nature works because they have all this implication about the birds coming back, the migraine, and also when you should have your, your harvest and all this information, even your daily life. So what I'm trying to say is not about uh, it's nothing related to superstitions. It's more related how the nature works. It is normal life, and 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 things keep going on and on and on. And and also, I want to to say something uh, today because um, it is not very rare, especially in '92, for uh, for a director, it's not easy to be offered to have a chance to make a big martial art film in those days. And, and actually, it, it's, it's the main reasons we have these opportunities, I have to say, like I have to thank uh, Bridget, because without her, it wouldn't be impossible. Bridget has a, a very amazing career, and she's like instrumentals for the, the flourish of Taiwanese cinemas in the late 70s. And he also is the reasons of the revival of the martial art film in the 90s. And because of the success of Swordsman 2, which Bridget played a male character, uh, this genre become like a revival. And at that point, we have the chance to make this film. And at the same time, we have to understand, because we have to shot in China, and, and, and actually to arrange the transportations of all our cast is almost like a, a, a drama because it's very, very complicated. We have to fly to Xi'an and we have to take uh, a small plane, which is not very safe. And at the same time, Bridget, at that point, was making five films at the same time. So she has to fly back and forth. But she's been with with us all the time. And without her, her support, it is, this film would not be possible. And also with Chris and And because for Chris, he has no idea about martial art film. He has no idea how this like uh, uh, um, how to like this place because we have only we are we working with with a very limited budget. So he has to lead the whole set with only a very small portable generator. And so at first he talked about all this reference about rambling and blah blah blah. and at the end I said no. You have only one generator, you have mm-hmm. to deal with it. And he, and, and he turned out this amazing image for this film. And also I have to thank him for today, at least to make an effort to have his new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and also it is a very special moment for me because for Bridget, this is the, uh, um, the first time for her to, to present the film in front of an audience and to meet the audience after the marriage. So I'm very grateful for her presence to support the film. And and most of all I would like to thank all of you. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. And thank
3: you. Thank you, Jim.